Welcome to episode 216 of the Tile Like Talk podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we've got a lot of news um, to get through. But before we do, uh, we do have to talk about just a string of deaths, unfortunately, that happened in the last two weeks. Um, we should. I should. Also, we, I guess we should mention this is the first episode of the new year as well. So a lot of is this it? stuff. It is our first episode of the new year. Our first okay. podcast of 2022. And so a lot of these is this news came from around the new year. And then there wasn't much until the last week or so. Yeah. And then also yeah. we're about to do these, you know, pay tribute to some people we lost. And it's been really over the last couple of weeks. So some of the names aren't new, but it's still at the same time. It's been crazy kind of just going into this new year with with losing such big, big stars. So talk about it. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. So we lost. Uh, I'm just going to string like read them off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Betty White, Cindy Portier, Bob Saget and Rob Bruce. Um, so all significant in their own respects, usually in different mediums. Um, and yeah, you know, we just kind of want to give a moment of silence uh, as respect to them because it is sad. Um, like Chris said, that we lost all these people uh, right within these first two weeks of the new year. Um, so we'll just take a moment of silence to um, for that. And, uh, yeah, so our hearts go out to the, to the friends and family of those, those actors and, and entertainers. And, um, we're going to switch gears though, to talk about what you have been geeking out on in the last couple of weeks, Chris. This, this year has brought a plethora of movie viewings for me, along with, you know, of course, playing video games and whatnot. So I've been trying to finish the witcher three i'm on the you know i saved the dlcs uh and i've made my way through is it blood and parts of stone and then blood and wine i think is the last one or something like that so i'm enjoying it a lot because last time i played it was on ps4 so not only the graphics look better and and low times are better but it's nice to get back into that world after binging the second season of the show and remembering how much I loved it. Um, also, I started up Dragon Age Inquisition, which I've never played that series <laughs> before, so I'm enjoying yeah. that as well because I've always been interested. And then on the movie side of things, what did I just watch? I watched Ghostbusters. I watched... Um, did you cry? <laughs> I don't cry. Um, I don't cry really <laughs> stupid-ass things for some, whatever reasons, but I was just cheering the whole time. Pretty yeah. much because I knew it was coming. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know it's coming from the beginning of the movie <laughs> anyways. But, you know, watching it after after theaters really kind of... And I didn't just see it in the theater, so I have seen the articles and, and whatnot, you know, running a, a geek news site. So, mm -hmm. I still loved it. I, I really, really loved it. Um, it. It it was right up there as one of my favorite movies of the year just because of what it did and, and the new world it established and things like that. So, um, and then I also just watched the Eternals, which I, 
I liked even more than I thought I was going to. I was going to. Um, mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. thought it was just a really good step away from what the MCU has been doing. Uh, it, it did a really good job with this huge ensemble, all these characters they have to introduce and make relevant, relevant, uh, relevant. Sorry, in the in the MCU after you know ten years of storytelling. How do you how do you bring in these ultra powerful beings that have actually been here for so long? So, I thought that was a really great movie, and I'd like to get away as I, as I said from that mold. Yeah, I um I don't know why people didn't gravitate yeah. gravitate towards it. I think now that it's on Disney Plus, we'll probably see more positive reactions from people who actually got a chance to to see it finally. But um, I thought it was really cool. Thought it was way different than any other superhero movie period let alone a marvel movie and um you know post-credit sequences well the one specifically with blade is you know that's where i'm at sorry spoilers (laughs) yeah 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 i didn't think spoilers did come well it's too late they just heard it It so uh any thing was cool i thought like yeah i didn't i didn't think he'd be such a like a small character in the movie and right. then, you know, have them play out of course, eventually for yes. you know, or whatever yes, you're talking exactly. about. So exciting, exciting stuff. Very, very much so. Um, so yeah, on, on my end of things, um, I started that game spirit fairer. Uh, one of my friends recommended that and now I am thoroughly obsessed. So thank you, Melissa, if you're listening. <laughs> and, um, I just saw Scream yesterday. I oh, yeah. loved it. Uh, there was three other people who went with me who uh, two liked it, one hated it. So ah. I was the only one who really enjoyed myself uh, at that movie. So, yeah, I I thought it was fantastic. But um, good. Very, I, I'll, very take your, I'll take Thank your I'll take your your side of the view as usual on that one. Since yeah, we uh, since we're both Scream fans, and I'm very excited to see this movie. So. Good. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that you enjoyed it. <laughs> it's worth the binging, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. That actually, and if you haven't seen, because I had my friend ask me a bunch of questions, if you're gonna go see this movie, definitely watch part one and part four. Two and three, you can skip out on, even though I do like them. Um, it, uh, they definitely call back to two and four a lot. Or sorry, one in four, one in four a lot. Do the shows matter? No, I don't think. Well, I can't tell you because I never watched it. Oh, that's right. That's I, I right. doubt it. Okay. I doubt it. But um, so anyway, yeah. So that's what that's what we're geeking out on. So let's go. Let's get into Marvel news. Um, not much from not much from Marvel. No. Uh, as far as things go, uh, we did get a tease at the Moon Knight costume. Um, we at the recording of this is January 17th. We are expected for a full trailer, though, today during Monday Night Football. So um, at the time you guys are listening, it should be out there. Um, so we'll we'll have our reactions probably next episode. But just from what you saw, as far as the costume goes, like even though it wasn't a full picture, it was a tease screenshot. Uh, what did you think? I don't I everything everything can look great honestly right. it's fine right. but i'm still i'm super caught up as of late on how the mcu is going to treat these characters mm-hmm. like uh, it's really tough for me man i just 
after watching Peacemaker over the weekend. Oh, that's the other thing I did. I watched all three episodes of Peacemaker. Right. It was awesome. Yeah, you did. It was fucking right. awesome. So um, <laughs> I've been saying. You dropped the F-bomb during I the did. show that it must be. <laughs> I did because it's so appropriate to use that word with that show. Uh, it's it's glorious. It's it's You'll love it, I know. Yeah. People who don't get James Gunn won't love it. Right. Uh, so just be ready for that. I, I, I need adulting in my comic books. I love the MCU. I love, you know, the stories they've told, but I'm afraid. I'm afraid of what these these characters that should get an R rating will look like. I I I hope you know hard PG thirteen. They can definitely push, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's like I'm worried there'll be like too many Oz- Oscar Isaac quips during this Moon Knight show. Like I get mm. there can be humor. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I also want to really I want them. I want to see them do what's right with this. And I'm just kind of nervous about the first outing of a very mature hero from Disney. Right. Quote unquote. Yeah. Hero. <laughs> right. So. Uh, costume looks good. We'll see what the trailer looks like. Like you said, it's not your typical jokey Marvel thing. Um, and, you know, Eternals obviously had their jokes, but they didn't go too crazy either. Exactly. Um, so hopefully Marvel will play into the fact that this is a very troubled individual and it could be a very violent show if it follows the comics. Who knows? I mean, Punisher. Well, we know Punisher. Uh, so. Right, that was but different than MCU. Yeah, it was on Netflix. Yeah. So, um, the other piece of news is rumors, and that is uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is supposed to have a bunch of cameos. I'm just gonna run through the potentials, uh, and that is we could be seeing Black Bolt, uh, from the uh TV show, the failed TV Anson- show. Yep. Uh, Magneto, like all the X-Men, all the X-Men, the Fox people, all the Fox people, Eric Bana uh, as Hulk, uh, Edward Norton, Ghost Rider, but Nicolas Cage's version, Tobey Maguire, um, geez, Iron Man, but played by Tom Cruise, The (laughs) Watcher, uh, the kids, the Maximoff kids, um, we could be seeing Captain Carter. We could be seeing the old Fantastic Four people. We could be seeing Wolverine, Loki, Sylvie, uh, Monica Rambeau, and John Krasinski. I was just going to say, and finally, John Krasinski as Reed Richards. So I just threw out a bunch of stuff because those are the rumors. What is your, what is your thoughts, Chris? A lot of those names you said, I would. Are already they could happen regardless because they've already happened. Toby McGuire, Max Moff kids, things like yeah. that that I expect yeah. to see. Monica Rambo, like those are things without a doubt. Exactly. Seen. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I I think it's a good opportunity to bring in these old movie people and tie in that whole multiverse thing, like you just did in Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Be extremely intelligent to do it with the rest of the movies, at least. Like with like blips and or clips blips is the wrong word in the MCU, but um, <laughs> yes, <it is>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I don't know if I'm ready to see new fantastic 40 yet. There's still rumors that we're going to get like 
Doctor Doom and also maybe the Atlanteans in Black Panther 2, which would make a lot of sense to organically bring in these worlds. Do I want my Fantastic Four announcement to happen during this? I don't know. I think there's mm-hmm. so much other stuff they could do. But those old movies, hell yeah, do it. Do it because you've already started it and it will only make people even wetter if you do it. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, you know, the one that sticks out to me would be seeing anything from the Fox world as far as X-Men and or Fantastic Four. Um, you did say the thing. See, you're saying it right now. Yeah. So, no, I meant John Carpenter's thing. So, oh, you know, yes, like, that too. That too. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I think that um, because we're, we're still really early in phase four, I don't know if we'll see at least a new Fantastic Four yet. I could see the old people getting asked to come back. Um, I could see the same thing with the X-Men, but those aren't being the new uh, X-Men or the new Fantastic Four. Um, and that, if they show the old ones, I'm totally fine. Totally, totally fine. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be cool and weird. And if any movie's going to do it, it's this one. So, um, yeah, I'd be fine with that. It, you know, seeing Tom Cruise's Iron Man, that is <laughs> a variant. Yeah. And maybe we will because of Loki. You know, who knows? That'd be so funny. Who knows? That'd be so funny to see. Just yeah. bonkers, just, really. Let's just, just make it happen. Yeah. So let's jump across the pond, though, and get into some DC news. Um, why don't you take on? Why don't you take on this stuff? I will. I was going to ask yeah, to do it anyways. It yep. Because of all this crazy stuff that happened. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this first thing because this kind of ties into my whole rant about Moon Knight and Dalton and comic books. So the Batman got its rating as PG thirteen, which makes sense. Which it's. You know, you're going to sell it to all audiences. You're going to make your money. Of course, you're not going to pull a birds of prey. But what if you did? <laughs> what if you were like cowards and you made a rated R Batman movie and you gave everybody, you know, that I would be all about it. Give me the director's cut eventually. I want to see the darkest shit you can give me from, you know, the Dark Knight, because this this movie, as much as I'm ready for it. I'm also very apprehensive about what they're going to be doing in this movie. They want to set it in its own earth. They want to make it grounded again. A lot of this stuff looks like the Dark Knight Rises. I I don't know what to think about it because I haven't been overtly impressed by a Batman movie as of yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm still a little apprehensive about if DC is going to be able to deliver this. I think they will on many levels, but at the same time, uh, I don't know. I uh, I'm still waiting for that fantastical side of Gotham. Yeah. Um. Just you know, we talk about it pretty much every episode. Is that oh, we really would like to see Batman in the fantasy world that he belongs in. Um, this doesn't look to be that at all. And you know, PG thirteen. Yeah, of course they got to make money. So that's right. Pretty much it. That's it. That's it. Speaking of Batman, um, it is confirmed that Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck, will be you know playing Batman for the last time in the Flash. Uh, this is of course with 
Michael Keaton jumping on board for whatever role he's being thrown into as as Batman, uh, because now he's also going to be in Batgirl. And as we've talked about, perhaps this more Nick Fury role, who knows? Um, pass, passing the torch. It's all very exciting. I, you know, I have no problem, no huge problems with Ben Affleck's Batman. I thought he looked badass. The costume was good. Gave us some of the best scenes from Batman versus Superman. Um, mm-hmm. But it still comes from that, that Zack Snyder world that everybody wants to move away from, even though I would have taken that movie with Deathstroke without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sad um, that he'll never be a part of it again. Like, uh, because I think, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. Don't never say, say never, you know, because nope. really you can say it all you want, Ben Affleck. But if they come up with a cool idea, just like they've done for Michael Keaton and everybody else, like you, you'll you'll bite those words. Same thing with Tobey Maguire. He probably was like, I'm never doing this again. I hated that last one. Well, someone right. came up with a real sweet idea for you. So guess what? You're back. <laughs> so I'm not going to whatever. Maybe, maybe not. Exactly. I'm, give me that big screen adaptation of Frank Miller. Oh, give yeah. me, yeah. give me Ethan Hawke as the old Joker, just as I've yeah. always wished for. Um, it's it. I mean, who knows? Then if I could come back in in fifteen, twenty years and play an old Batman, still exactly giant like he is. So, yep, that's it. Um, the real news of the week from DC came from the Batgirl set. Uh, they must have got really tired of hiding Leslie Grace underneath a tarp because uh, eventually those photos were going to leak. And so they decided to reveal the costume to her this week. And and everybody's saying, why is this not on the big screen? But nonetheless, who cares? Because we're going to get a great looking movie already. It seems, it seems so uh, from everything that we've heard so far. Her costume looks great. It's a nice rendition of Burnside, and I also think um, from the 1966. Very much the 1960. Um, <laughs> with the with the uh, what am I trying to say? It's not sequins, you know what I mean? But like yeah. the color for sure, right straight out of it. Yes, exactly, exactly. So I I really liked it. I think that she looks really good in the costume. Oh yeah, um, she's she's really pretty as well. So it's just. It's a, it was just really nice to see that whole presentation finally for something that we didn't really believe in. Um, yeah. <laughs> that we did, not that we didn't believe in. That, uh, whatever, well, you know, they've been or, announcing things for right. the past five, six, seven years, and most of it has not come true. <clears throat> green, green anything. You know what I mean? So it's just <laughs> right. like, you know, finally, what you've said is coming true. That's that's really what it is. And, you know, it's that whole idea of putting it on HBO Max and seeing how how to run a movie, a big scale production for that, you know, for that streaming service. Yeah. Well, tying it into the cinematic universe, uh, which I'll talk about right now. Um, So Easter eggs galore, as I've written here. Uh, And it started off with this mural of Keaton's Batman and Robin. So it was like an artistic rendition, of course, of of the Dark Knight and the Boy Wonder, um, which gives us our first Robin, I would I guess, Dick Grayson in this world. Um, maybe. Who knows? But also, uh, we've seen little bits of Hugo Strange as well. Uh, they're using some set pieces from Black Canary, which ties it into that movie and that whole world. We've gotten a, a newspaper article that talks about Lex Luthor 
and also about the Doomsday thing, uh, Vicky Vale, and also Court of Owls. So they're really they're building this world out in different ways, tying it to what we already know established, tying it into the Batman world that we know from Keaton, and also now this new little tidbit that the Court of Owls exists within this world. So very interesting. <clears throat> yeah, it's again it's toeing the line similar how you know we talked about with morbius where it is existing in the bvs world yes and actually you know what that's it it's existing in the bvs world it's existing in Zack snyder's world that he created which is weird which does have characters and fantasy you know what i mean and right. um you know uh which you know maybe margot robbie shows up who knows if, if that's also the Suicide Squad's world, which is obviously very fantastical. Um, I'm okay if this is it, if this is how it is. Like, you want to go and give me a dark, gritty Gotham PD and uh, Robert Pattinson and all that stuff? Okay, fine, do it. And then in this world, you know, and we'll talk, uh, or you know what, we don't, you didn't put it in here, or you did. Castings, is this where we're going to see rumors or what? Yeah, let me just mention this. So we got three yeah. mysterious castings, Rebecca Front, Corey Johnson, Ethan Kai. They've all joined the cast of Batgirl, but nobody knows who they're playing. Okay, so that's what I, what I was thinking of. But great that these people are in here. We'll find out who they are. But I was thinking of, what's his name um, for Dick Grayson? Uh, oh, that kid. Yeah, what was that guy's name? Yeah. Uh, I love that kid. Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien. Okay. So Dylan O'Brien is is possibly as Dick Grayson slash Nightwing. And it's like if all this is happening and maybe Ben Affleck dies in the flash, but these people continue on, you know, the Bat family mantle and we see all this, but it has no connection because it's a different Earth. Totally okay for me. The only thing that would make it better is if you do still have at some point a fantastical Batman <laughs> somewhere in this world of CW HBO max, the big screen somewhere at some point we get that real Batman. But if it, if it's the bat family and, and that's where we're getting it, I guess that's okay for me as, as a fan. Exactly. And that's, and it's kind of wild because they they're building all this out and yeah. they're also starting like this Gotham Knights TV show. So right. There is like this barrage of 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 these out like these linear characters, like these outlier characters. Sorry. That and Batman lives in Titans, but not right. Exactly. As Batman. You know what I mean? Bruce does. So it's like which is its own Earth 46. Who knows what the hell it is? Yeah. No, it, that and that's that's the wild thing. We're where we wanted to be not too long ago. And yeah. now it's like, all right, here we go. Let's see if, let's see if the world's ready to handle all these different renditions. So, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, next up, we did announce that there would be a League of Superhero Legion of Superheroes TV show coming to HBO Max. It has now been updated to be an animated series, which I wasn't really uh, sure about. Is a movie or a show? I think it's a show, right? But I think so as well. Yeah, it's a good idea. I, I wasn't really sure how they're going to do another cosmic show since they can't get one off the ground. But if it's animated, I'm all about it. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. Speaking of uh, other TV shows from DC, James Gunn has confirmed that he will be doing another show after he's done with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Whether this means it's going to be Peacemaker <laughs> uh, Season 2, Vigilante, or whatever from his world, I would like to see something different. Um, there's a lot of neat things that he mentions in this show, so I don't want to spoil too much for you. Yeah, please um, don't. <laughs> and I also don't know how you know, this, this show ends anyways. So we'll see. We'll see for me. You know, I love James Gunn. I like that kind of humor. I like over the top stuff. Some people don't like it. Um, so we'll see how this show does, you know, by the end of it and we'll see what is coming next. Yeah. From, from what I understand, again, I haven't seen it. You have, but, uh, people who are not DC fans or like, comic book fans are liking this show uh i've only read really good um reviews so and even like my friends who don't know anything about this sort of stuff are digging it so you know we'll we'll see what that all means it's a good character for it i mean Mm -hmm. nobody knew who peacemaker was before. exactly exactly nobody so that's it uh Seemingly, the Arrowverse continues to live, and they've announced a show called Justice U, which will star uh, David Ramsey, who plays Diggle, and hopefully he'll become, you know, Green Lantern eventually, which they teased. I'm sure that was just an Easter egg they'll never go back to, but this is cool. <laughs> um, you and I talked about this the other day, how this would be kind of neat if this was like, like he, the idea of the show is he's this leader of a team and he brings in these meta individuals and they have this, this justice league type of team. Who will it be? Could it be stars from the other shows that are going on right now? Like, like these young stars, like star girl and Naomi and the Kent boys and more. So how neat would that be at the same time? I'd love to see new characters on the show, but um, what do you think here? This kind of, uh, there's a, there's a comic out right now called Titans Academy where the, you know, the old, the Titans are now teaching the future of the the future heroes for tomorrow and stuff like that. So I don't know. I mean, what do you justice? <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, really? Yes. Um, and, and you know what? That's fine because, you know, we're watching Stargirl uh, season two finally. And, um, you know, that's them taking the stuff from the 40s and bringing it into the modern world, even though everything looks like it's in the 60s. But whatever. So like. <laughs> Or the 50s. Uh, I'm okay with Diggle. I love him. I think it's. I think this is a really good idea. You know, I haven't cared about the Arrowverse since Oliver left. And I do want to watch Superman and Lois because that does mm. seem good. But this just seems like a really smart idea. Um, so, yeah, if it's, if, it's the, if it's the young kids, um, cool. You know what I mean? I think that would be a really good idea. How does that play into... Batwoman and Gotham Knights and Legends and all that and the Flash, even though I thought that was going to be done this year, you know, I don't know, but I'm still interested to see what they decide to do. Keeps it all alive. That's yeah, that seemingly is going to do. So yeah, I'm I'm um, optimistic, and I'd like to see where this yeah. goes. Yeah. So. Uh, finally, DC News: Ed Brubaker has been announced to be the lead writer and executive producer of the Cape Crusader cartoon, coming soon from everybody who knows Batman. Um, this this new rendition of what is 
what is being looked at is kind of a continuation of the old Batman the Animated Series, but I think on a more adult uh, adult stage and a little bit of a more of a noir noir feel. So I I just want to see something from this, and the fact that Ed Brubaker is attached is huge. It's just he writes so many gritty crime novels or comics, um, created the Winter Soldier, a lot of stuff that's just heavy hitting. And that's what really makes me excited for this because that kind of points to the direction that the show's headed in. Yeah, this is, you know, produced with, uh, what's his name? Um, JJ Abrams and like, Matt you know what I mean? Yeah. Matt Reeves, Bruce Tim. Tim. Like it's just, it's an all-star production team and then you add bread you know brubaker and it's like what what is this cartoon gonna be you know this could re- this could be the batman that we've been wanting <laughs> so yes yeah um very very excited about this cartoon 100 percent. so let's uh let's jump over to that galaxy far far away not a whole lot going on uh just a couple things here the high republic which i'm guiltily behind on i need to pick up the rising storm but uh phase two will be taking place 150 years in the past which is great because we thought we we're kind of setting this linear crash course towards the end and the acolyte but taking that step back and seeing where things came from i know they're doing like uh the Marshall row you know origin story in the comic right now as well so there's a lot of stuff just building out that universe that i'm excited about because it is so new uh, and it has been pretty much well accepted amongst the fans. So what do you what do you think about this time jump? So I just OK, I, I am reading this article now. So this is. A hundred and fifty years before Light of the Jedi. Yes. So this is even before everything. Yes. So this is like they're so phase two is a prequel. <laughs> yeah, wild, right? That's so crazy. And then the acolyte will be fifty years no. before Phantom. Yes, yeah. So like two hundred years after Light of the Jedi, almost. Jeez. Like that. Whatever it is, it's huge time, a huge time frame of t- storytelling. Okay. That we've only kind of seen the you know the tip of so far, just the tip. Just the tip. Um, okay. Yeah, man. And like, it doesn't come out until October. So we've got some time uh, to catch up. You do. I do. Um, I'm not as far behind as you are, but. <laughs> uh, but yeah, me, okay. I'm only one book behind. <laughs> oh, you're only one book behind? I'm already reading the adult ones, the full, yeah. the full novels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The newest, um, newest one just came out. The Claudia Gray one is the newest adult novel that's coming out. Yep. Right. Okay. Yeah. So but that's not out yet, right? I don't believe so. Okay. Um, thank, okay. Thanks for Mortis Gods. Right. Yeah. That's weird and and interesting and cool. That's all I've got to say. There you go. That's that's all they need to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but listen to this. Uh, it looks like two more D plus shows are rumored. Uh, no surprise on the Kira front, honestly. I've been asking for it since I've been reading War of the Bounty Hunters and Crimson Rain. And why have we not seen anything from Kira as of yet? Amelia Clark definitely would 
come back to work, I'm sure, seeing that she's doing Secret Invasion and more. And and so my thoughts, because of the rumored Darth Maul animated series that was kind of making the rounds right around Disney Plus Day back in two, late 2021, mm-hmm. uh, is that it could be tied to this. Would we see a show about Kira and Maul uh, and her rise through Crimson Dawn? Because really... She goes dark until War of the Bounty Hunters. So there's no sh- there's no show except for that happening prior to it. And we don't know her fate yet, which is kind of being alluded to as not such a good one. Not that it's going to work out that way. But I, and with no mention of Crimson Dawn in the Book of Boba Fett as of yet, I'm kind of intrigued to see where Akira show would take place. Hmm. Yeah, right. In you mean where slash when will it take place? Right. Um, where in the timeline? Where in the timeline? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know, and you know I don't want it. Like no offense to Kira, but it's like just then just give me solo two or solo continuation. You know, instead well, of just her. Well, that's my issue with it though, because there she would not be involved in solo two because of she disappears and she right. doesn't know. And solo two. I think has more of an, an opportunity to happen now with the book of Boba Fett being so popular and people mm-hmm. wanting more Boba Fett because that's that's easily the next the next story with Jabba and Baba, Bubba being a part of that and whatever heist and whatever is going on with why Han Solo ends up owing Jabba the, Jabba so much stuff. So mm-hmm. I I that's why I don't see Kira being part of a solo uh, sequel. Hmm. I'd rather her and Darth Maul training and, and doing devious things and whatnot. But that would be animated, in my opinion. Gotcha. If they did. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, hey, listen. Like you said, I like Amelia Clark. I liked her in that role. If she does get her own show, um, it, it would be interesting. Mm. Yeah. Very much so. Very much. And, you know, I'm enjoying the book of Boba Fett. And so I wouldn't mind, you know, at least a reference to this, maybe depending yeah. on what happens. So yeah, who knows? They do something crazy every week with this show. So there's a few more episodes left. We exactly no idea what's going to happen. Um, and that's a good thing. The other, the other little tidbit of news here, there's two, actually there's two other things. Uh, Bo-Katan, Katie Sackoff, maybe getting her own series who knows what that looks like and also rumored knights of ren who have taking a center kind of a center stage role in crimson rain and they're doing something pretty freaking crazy uh, and i don't want to spoil that for you but please don't i um <laughs> i would love to see something to do with the knights of ren honestly and just kind of take characters that you didn't use very well in the movies that you could have used pretty well in the movies, but um, yeah, go from there. (laughs) So the Knights of Ren would be its own show or it would be part of the, the Bo-Katan show. It would be its own. It's rumored as its own thing. Okay. So there's three potential shows. Yeah. Okay. Um, So Bo-Katan would be, makes sense because of Dave Filoni's obsession with the Mandalore culture. And obviously we got Boba Fett, we got the Mandalorian, like, sure, fine. You know what I mean? Though I don't know what Mandalorian season three is all about. And I kind of 
assumed him and Bo-Katan were tied together. And then you had Ahsoka with Sabine, and I kind of thought, okay, does she need her own show? Uh, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I'm not opposed to it because I like Katie Sackhoff quite a bit. Um, so fine. The only thing I only thing that pops to mind here is maybe like a limited event series of Bo-Katan right. that happened before The Mandalorian and tell that story. It doesn't have to be a full TV show. Could be a made-for-TV movie. Another six-episode thing? Yeah. Like yeah, the Boba Fett thing, maybe? Exactly. exactly. Um, okay, I'll, t- I'll, I'll take that. And then as far as the, um, the uh, Knights of Ren, if I'm okay with this because they were just shit on in the sequels <laughs> and just totally underutilized. The comics that I've read with them have been completely horrible and stupid and useless in my opinion. Now, like you said, I haven't read Crimson Rain and that takes place when between five and six. Correct. And it also, I don't know. I don't know if Ren is actually part of that mini series that was not really well accepted, but then they brought Ren into that holiday Lego special. Mm -hmm. And now they're making him a very prominent character. And he's in that comic. Is he in that comic? Did they bring him up? Because I don't, I didn't read that. So yeah, where Kylo becomes a knight of Ren and Kylo. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's just boring. So yes, what is it? What is a knight of Ren? What does that mean? You know what I mean? Um, I'm I'm very curious about that whole situation. So yeah, I'd be okay with a TV show for that because that has the potential to last a long time. Um, it doesn't have to do with the Skywalkers necessarily. It can be all before they ever meet Ben. Totally fine with that. You know, Luke could have come across them many times, you know, as he's learning, you know, as he's training, they could have killed his Jedi. Like there's a lot of potential there. So I'm okay with that for sure. Awesome. Yeah, me too. It's just, let's see what the future Star Wars holds because I believe it's on Disney plus. That's, (laughs) that's the bottom line. That's the bottom yeah. Anyways, uh, let's jump to our first commercial and we'll be back with more Tally Talk. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. Hey, come take a seat at the campfire. You're not the only one who joins. I've got friends that come over sometimes, too. We talk about a ton of interesting things from geek culture. Then we cover some conspiracies or philosophical thoughts or monsters. You know, we talked about Bigfoot in one episode. It's a lot of fun, so come join me at the campfire chats. A DFAT entertainment podcast hosted on Spotify and other fine places you find podcasts. We are back, and let's talk comics. Not too much going on, luckily, this week, because we have plenty of other things to talk about. But uh, first up, Jeff Lemire, our, one of our favorites, uh, has signed an exclusive deal with Image Comics, with some exceptions. Now, he's been making, you know, pretty much his... his Best comics over there, including Black Hammer, Gideon Falls, and more. Um, but it looks like 
he's signed an exclusive deal with a publisher for all of his projects in 2022 and beyond. And it looks like uh, will also include projects like his uh, Little Monsters, which he's doing with Dustin uh, Naguin, uh and more, uh, including the Gideon Falls uh, spinouts, uh, spinoffs that are coming up as well. But what do you what do you think about this? Because I know a lot of a lot of these these authors have been making their way to what Substack, um, yeah. doing their own thing. I guess. For me, signing with Image is is the same thing in a way. It is the indie comic king. Um, you pretty much have free reign over what you're doing and getting away from the big two. Yeah, Sean Phillips and Brubaker did this a while ago. Um, and, and basically, for Jeff Lemire, everything stays the same. It's just he won't be doing anything with Marvel and DC anymore. That's That's it you know, um, or image or uh, not image valiant. Um, so this is really like if he does, you know, you can create your things on Substack. Digital goes out to the Substack uh, subscribers first, but when it goes to get physically printed, it will go through image. You know, he'll still do some black hammer stuff. And yeah, not much will really change other than we won't be seeing old man Logan and Swamp Thing anymore. Like that's that's the thing. Yeah, I'm okay with that, honestly. Um, it's you? not a it's like green. Yeah, and it's probably it's awesome. Big, it is. <laughs> it's not a. I mean, I love the fact that sometimes he's come back and doing some of these black labels for DC. Yeah, but I mean, that's it. I if he can't do them anymore, and he's over there doing some great stuff. That's fine with me. He still I, is. Yeah, for exactly. sure. Exactly. So there's other talent out there. That should be getting on the big two that that need the light of day, um, and I would rather just have Lemire just keep creating his own stuff and 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 telling new stories. So keep it creative. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then just one other little tidbit of news uh, from DC. Looks like Jeff Johns is bringing back the Flashpoint universe. He's teaming up with Edward Rizzo for Flashpoint Flashpoint Beyond number zero uh which will be focusing on the thomas wayne batman that everybody loves so much and the circumstances surrounding his return to the flashpoint reality so this character made his way into canon here and there and some weird storytelling uh i i loved flashpoint i loved the whole thomas wayne thing so i will read more yep same thing um it doesn't have a release date that i can see like i can't order it yet <laughs> no no and this is even announced before all the solicitations have dropped yeah uh so like i think March okay it books, comes out in april yeah yeah so, march books okay. just went up anyways so it'll be okay. a little bit and there'll be even more stuff thrown and teased at us for <laughs> for april's books i'm sure okay cool 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 um, let's go to look at crowd sorcery. I got two comic books, um, that I want to touch on from some fellow indie creators that I like a lot. Uh, the first one is called Bearskin, and this is from Jason Pell under the Bad Bug Media production. Um, this dude in a bear suit <laughs> has to strike vengeance against people. Jason Pell is a good horror writer. Um, 
so yeah, this is this looks good. Um, interested in this, and then second is uh, Brian Hawkins, who writes the uh, he writes the comic Black Cotton, which is out there. He works for Mad Cave. He works for Source Point. So he's got a lot of books out in the wild that you can get but this is the lunatic the lover and the poet this is issue number two which is a mix of nancy drew meets scream um this is already both of them actually have almost reached funding uh and again great indie comics out there these both creators uh will probably be blowing up here in 2022 so get on this stuff before they do and then you can get exclusive things. <laughs> I think that's really the key these days is how do you get those those exclusive things, as you just mentioned? Um, these, since comics are being printed so much, it's great to get these number ones of these indie titles. But what about before they were popular? Like, how many of these first runs, you know, do we have our hands on that? could potentially be, you know, the next big hit at say image or something like that or or whatever, you know, whatever indie company. So you never know these days, do you, Casey? You you never do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh all right, so let's go over to streaming news. Uh TV streaming. There's a ton of news here. So we're gonna kind of go through this. First things first, Jonathan Nolan will be bringing a fallout show. Uh, at Amazon, you are a bigger fan of those games than I am. Not to say that I'm not a fan. I just I haven't played them like you did. So um, what do you think of that piece of news? I think that it's an interesting world and I would watch this show. That's about it. I think that it's farmable. Um, it's exciting to hear Jonathan Nolan's attached to it and that this show actually has some traction after it seems to be a pretty long time since anything came out in regards to a Fallout TV show. Yeah, yeah. They they made an announcement back in 2020 that something was coming. So uh, hopefully that means soon. <laughs> Sooner than later. Who knows? Um, next Skyrim up, would be nice, too. Wow. Scrolls TV show. Jeez. Oh. God, man. Um, next up in... in Amazon News, Boy Season 3, uh, they finally released a date, which is June 3rd. So they put a teaser for this third uh, season. I am a big fan of the boys, not only the book, but also the show. So this is exciting. Do you, do you catch those vout, the vat, vout, vat, whatever news stuff on YouTube when they come out? Do you watch those? No, I haven't. Those are, those are great. That's <laughs> the the fake tucker carlson guy oh really okay yeah yeah i should watch those then i just i haven't yeah it's super smart like huey was on the last one um as like an interviewee um but yeah they just this last one was like eight minutes long and they just do a bunch of different stories based in the world um and like getting a look at jensen eccles in that costume is ridiculous um you know, stuff like that. So it's it's funny. It's really I love that they build out that world in that way. Yeah, it's smart. It's smart uh, cross marketing that way. So that is cool. 
Uh, finally, Amazon has set a date in the first image for their Lord of the Rings. Um, so that will be coming out. I don't know why I didn't write it at the very top, but it's in September, September 22nd. 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 Okay. Yep. September 22nd. So um, they have spent $5 billion <laughs> on this because. $5 billion. Dollars. It's insane. This is uh, just as the first, you know, the movies were shot all three uh, back to back to back. They are doing five seasons. Like, so if this show is good, great. If this show is bad, great. We're, we're seeing five, five seasons. seasons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does not. And remember, uh, this was the idea between or behind the Star Wars Underground show yep. is that. George Lucas wanted five seasons to guarantee, you know, at that time, a hundred episodes so that it would go into syndication and that nobody was buying. I think, you know, maybe Fox was going to do it maybe, but, um, that was one of the big, uh, stops behind it. It was like, they were like, no, we need the five seasons. So Amazon has done this. They paid the Tolkien estate, the $5 billion or whatever it is. And and now we're going to see this show starting in September. So. Hopefully it blows our taints off. Just a quick side thing. I always wondered what would happen if if these streaming services existed when George Lucas was still so gun ho about Star Wars. What yeah. would have what would have it would have been, you know, like what would we've gotten? So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It jeez, I don't even wanna I, don't, I could a boy can dare to dream. Uh right. on Earth too it happened. Um <laughs> Yes. And over in Netflix, Scott Pilgrim continues, this time through an anime. Um, Brian Lee O'Malley is behind it. Uh, I can't remember what the studio is that's going to be doing the animation. But, you know, I- I'm okay with this. I love the movie. I think the movie does a good show, a uh, good job. I don't know if this is going to be a, a series or if it's going to be a movie. Either way, I will watch it. Yeah, it's a fun world. It'll be interesting to see that another take on it. Exactly. Uh, speaking of another take, we announced last episode that there was going to be a Zorro show starring Wil- Wilmer Valderrama. Now we're getting another Zorro, apparently, uh, going to the CW. This one's going to be from Robert Rodriguez and his sister, Rebecca Rodriguez. Didn't even know he had a sister. And um, they're they're working on this. So, uh, sure. <laughs> so the other Zorro, um, what was that for? Because this was a new incarnation of the project, which was in development at ABC or NBC around 2021. Yes. So was that the same so, thing we were talking about at that point, or is this something different? This is different. So the other one, I think, was going to go to maybe um, Disney Plus. Maybe. And this new one was supposed to be like similar to the Antonio Banderas. They were going to do a Mask of Zorro with Robert Rodriguez directing that. And then that fell off. So I I don't know, man. It's the whole thing is very curious. (laughs) Why there's two Zorros. (laughs) Right. I didn't know there was such a a need for Zorro these days. Yeah. So um, we love Robert Rodriguez. So that's it. That's That's it. That's the bottom line. 
Uh, things that also came out of nowhere this week. They announced the Degrassi show coming to HBO Max in 2023. This, I saw it on um, Joey Jeremiah's Instagram. <laughs> um, the guy is... His name's Patrick Mastroni, I think, but he was from the original Degrassi series. And that's where I saw this getting announced. And then it hit the news waves and everything like that. Is it legacy characters? Is it complete reboot? I do not know anything more than I'm a Degrassi fan and they're continuing Degrassi. I will watch it. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting. uh, Just because, like, say... The night and day reboot between not the reboot even of Save by the Bell because that's a continuation. But, no, that's a continuation, right? But say like with Bel Air being a more dramatic right. take on right. the show. Um, I was never really in the Degrassi, um, so I I don't have much to judge it on. I just kind of wonder what the idea is these days to preserve the show for fan like the fans or to try something new for the new generation, which. I think a lot of stuff is wasted on, honestly. Watch Scream, because that's literally what the movie is about. Watch what? <laughs> the new Scream. Oh, I can't wait to watch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, literally, that's the whole point, is a, a requel. And, you know, how fans get so mad about the reboot. Really? So, they, so we're not doing that anymore. We have to keep the legacy characters. Like, they literally... I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, don't spoil it. But if you will, you will definitely appreciate at least that part of it because it's it's very they they literally say that. So um, so it's happening. S- speaking of reboot, <laughs> uh, Quantum Leap. Now again, they will throw away or throw around this term reboot because they did it with Saved by the Bell, but it wasn't. It is a requel. It is very much a continuation. What is so, that word again? Are you saying requel? Requel, Requel, right? Requel. So Requel. does does this Quantum Leap have Scott Bakula? You would think they have to because Hope. fans will Yeah, right? Is he the new Ziggy? I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. I love uh this show. I think it's one of those shows that deserves to be rebooted or be continued, and I'd love to watch it. So um that's all I have to say. I don't know, but I'm excited. And then call me when they talk about sliders as well. They have talked. We talked about it. I, I know. Mean, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Right? When it's, so, who knows? When it becomes real. When it becomes like, real. Yeah. All of this. What did you say? Requel. 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 Here's another requel. We got two. Actually, we have two more requel things to talk about. Santa Claus is coming to Disney Plus with Tim Allen uh, coming back as Santa. Um, I actually just watched all those uh, this this past Christmas. I love them, and I I'm a hundred percent behind this idea, especially as a show. I think that's a smart idea. You know, they're doing it with Enchanted and Willow, and Disney has been doing very good with their requels. <laughs> Star Wars aside, uh, so we'll see how this see how this goes. They got better, <laughs> did they? Star Wars That's sequels. No, but that, yeah. <laughs> that Filoni stuff. Okay. Yeah, the Filoni stuff for sure. Um, So that's happening. And then Justified is coming back. It's coming back to FX. Timothy Oliphant is stepping back into that role. I have never watched this show. I think 
you and I would both like it, which is why we have it on today's topics to talk about. Requel. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah, so that that's that's happening. And then finally, uh, the um, showrunner of Why the Last Man says they have not been able to find a place for season two and therefore season two is not happening and it is dead. Did you watch season one? I didn't see as a even as a fan. You didn't watch it, so it was just. You know what? It's the same. Be. I, it's the same reason why I didn't watch Preacher and um, American Gods, is that the shows were plagued with production problems, and I just felt, even a Deadly Class, where I was just mm-hmm. like, no one's talking about them. You know what I mean? And therefore, yeah. if nobody's talking about it, they'll get canceled. So why, other than Firefly, but that was at a different time. Firefly was at a time where, you know, there wasn't these streaming services. And even though I can watch Firefly over and over again, you know, it's one season and then it's done. And, you know, these shows could be the greatest shows of all time. But it's like we have so many things like I want a, a complete story. And if I'm not going to get it, I don't want to invest the time. That's I get it. you. I get you. Absolutely. So, so that's it. So let's move over to movie news. Um, Wes Anderson is working on a new movie, um, which, you know, I'm a big Wes Anderson fan. So this time he's stepping into the Raul Dahl short story collection, uh, the wonderful story of Henry Sugar and six more for Netflix. As we have been talking about, Netflix bought everything Raul Dahl because Taika Waititi is also working on stuff. Um, But as Wes Anderson is already been in the Dahl world with um, Fantastic Mr. Fox, which I just showed my daughter the other day. We all loved it. But Benedict Cumberbatch is coming on, David Patel, Ralph Fiennes, and Ben Kingsley. And I'm sure many more will continue to be added to the cast. (laughs) Yeah, this, my wife says the other day, you know, the Netflix pricing is going up. I go, I don't care. Exactly. Let it. Exactly. I don't care. Because we've had, we, it's funny the evolution of, of, of the streaming services since, since 2020 happened. And as we were talking before that, that terrible year about the the decline in Netflix and we didn't know what was going to happen with it. And now, it's like so much has happened in the last two years and these streaming services have proved their worth. And, and really the fact that they're just, they're willing to take the chance on a lot of this stuff, you know, some of our, some of our arguments aside, you know, like, where is this, where is that? But other than that, man, I think every month there's something, at least one thing on Netflix I'm like really excited for, which justifies that, Twenty dollar price tag. It's a movie ticket for everything that's on there. So, again, I'm excited for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I am too for sure. And um, yeah, like you said, I don't mind paying the extra price uh, every month because you know they deserve it. They they put out solid stuff. 
So, and they they've made us live through that pandemic. God damn it, we're still in. Uh, okay, <laughs> going over movie news. HBO Max. John Watts has been added as a producer for a rebooted Final Destination. Um, this is one. This is just one of those things where. Uh, actually, sorry, I didn't realize there was a treatment by John Watts. So uh, he's fully into it. Um, this is a this is a series where it should have never stopped. I right. don't understand why it's it's taken so long to get it, but I'm excited to see it come back because I like all of those movies. Even though three is kind of shitty, I still like all of them. This is again an argument to why the streaming services are so important, and For the sure. fact that um, who said it? Ben Affleck said it the other day. Not all movies need to be going to theaters anymore. We've been saying this over and over again, over and over again. Um, you don't, you don't have to go crazy. You don't have to try to make millions of dollars just to just to break even and prove that your movie's good anymore. Like the streaming services exist for this reason, and I think that it just allows for more artistic. You know, not only, I don't know, more. It's just better for all of us. That's it. Yep. Yep thousand percent especially this next thing <laughs> yeah so netflix is planning on doing they've been talking about this forever so this yeah. is the american remake of the raid which has been announced since the raid came out um but the thing that's different about this one is that gareth evans um patrick hughes and michael bay yeah. uh will be bringing it to netflix um for a long time i think it was under i think it was joe carnahan had written it um because he had worked on swat and it just kind of made yeah. sense for him to do it i don't know whatever happened to that uh unfortunately but i am really excited to see um what this means and unfortunately gareth evans i don't think is going to be directing it i think it's going to be this patrick hughes dude mm. um but that's okay you know what i mean he's still working on his show uh gangland gangs of, of london which i've heard is amazing <laughs> like anyone who's seen it says it's awesome it's just it's over on the bbc so i don't even know what channel it is over here in america we have to watch it at some point. But The Raid is one of my favorite action movies of all time. I actually just rewatched both of them a couple months ago. Um, and yeah, this gives me very excitement news. No, absolutely. Just knowing that, you know, the original person involved. And yes. Bringing on Michael yes. Bay to our delight. I just it's it's exciting to, again, hear about these things on a streaming service. And we know that it's most likely going to happen in this regard. And we, you know, it's, it's just so much easier to watch these things. Yep. And to get them made. That's, that's the bottom line. Yeah. I really do hope um, this lets them do a raid three and then like complete the trilogy. That would there be my go. dream is that people like this enough and they are like, here you go. Here's, here's your money. Just finish your original movies. Uh, and then finally in movie news, uh, Michael Sarnowski is set to direct a quiet place spinoff. I keep forgetting, like it gets brought up to me all the time that I haven't, I haven't watched part two. Me neither. Um, and I've heard it's very good. Um, so as far as having a spinoff and this will be for Paramount, 
Um, I'm okay with it because I've heard it expand the world, uh, the second one. And if this is what we're going to see with this guy behind it, great, perfect, can't wait. <laughs> yeah, like you said, I got I to gotta watch that second one, especially being a Paramount Plus subscriber. Yeah, since I haven't yet um, <laughs> that there's a video game coming from this world. I yeah, let let them build it out. I, I think that's really cool. And we we don't get that that often from these smaller properties. So I'm excited to see what happens with this. Thousand percent. Uh, so let's take a, another commercial. And we'll be right back. Need more context on your favorite movie is Obama. Obama. As okay. Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like this is Perfect this is Freddy. quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. Do you miss hanging out at bars with a friend? Cream cream ale. Do you miss those two friends of yours that would always end up drinking too much, leading to discussions about political philosophy? If so, then we have a podcast for you. When they nuked the Capitol, you know, that was bad. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jake. Join us at the tavern for a pint, a few laughs, and some nonsensical discussions. I will say neither of us are constitutional lawyers. (laughs) A political podcast for the unencumbered political mind. Search for the Bull and Moose Tavern on your favorite podcast streaming service today. He managed to make Trump look good on something. It's bad. We are back with more Chow I Talk, and let's talk video games. Uh, This year, E3, once again, will be held online. No surprise here, honestly, especially with it happening in L.A., uh, where I even refused to go to a convention this year, so... Yeah, um, how I think this is just kind of this is kind of the new thing. I think we'll get back to in in person uh, conventions, you know, eventually, eventually. But I think a hybrid would be a nice thing as well, just to kind of make it better for everybody. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I have a feeling that th- this is fine. You know what I mean? Like this is a showcase event. I don't know why people need to be there in person to begin with. Honestly, we've been dealing with it for our entire lives and never seen it in person. So I I think it doesn't really matter. The hands-on thing is a little bit different, but just send people copies. <laughs> you know what I mean? And send yeah. them, send them, send them the download code that has a, you know, um, demo. And, and like, that's fine. I don't think it matters anymore. Exactly. Exactly. So look forward to that. Uh, we'll keep you updated with the news and everything leading up to E3, of course. Uh, but next up, Kung Fury Street Rage, A Day at the Beach, apparently it's called. <laughs> um, because it looks like David Hasselhoff is is throwing in for this uh, this battle. So this, uh, I've, I've never heard of this, but this is uh, pretty insane, honestly. Yeah, this is, you know... Streets of Rage, really. And um, they know what they're doing with it. Uh, David Hasselhoff being a, a playable character is pretty funny, too. Um, this is one of those games where I will... I mean, it's only 
12 bucks right now on um actually sorry it's six dollars <laughs> on uh on um steam right now so yeah this is just one of those things where i'll wait till it goes to the playstation network and i'll play for it for free <laughs> exactly and then you can really explore hasselhoff's daring moves mesmerizing <laughs> ultimate impressive chest hair as well so, can't wait all can't of these wait. great uh added features to this game amazing mm-hmm. um i was surfing the internets the other day and this trailer came up it's called showa american story a living breathing anime in video game form um i i don't know kind of just blew my balls off just watching the whole trailer from the insaneness to the action shooting all of it um when i when you when you see something you didn't know you needed in your life and then you need it this <laughs> yeah. is one of those things yeah absolutely i agree uh next up the ezio collection assassin's creed the that trilogy that started it all is coming to switch so you can play all three games um and this one it includes assassin's creed 2 assassin's creed uh brotherhood and assassin's creed revelations it does not include the first game, which a lot of people don't like because um, it's very basic. But I'm always kind of surprised it doesn't include that. It's just kind of an extra. Um, but anyways, this uh, I have this for PlayStation 4 already, so I'm not buying this for Switch. But anybody who really wanted to go back and play these games, it might be the better, the better um, system to be playing on, especially with the handheld feature. That was, that's what I was thinking because I haven't played them um forever you know what i mean so i think it's if i was gonna do it it would be on it would be on the switch i think that's the better way to to kind of just pick up on the go and put it down when i don't want to anymore yeah i found it i found it hard to get into on playstation when i tried out the first game i of course was playing valhalla at the time so that's quite the uh difference um I started playing these games around three, so it was still that yeah. old. That was the you know the old gameplay that they had for them um, before they kind of went full, as I call it, the Witcher, um, with Odyssey. So very interesting, very cool. Uh, last up in gaming news, uh, PlayStation VR two uh, was announced. We knew it was coming, but they did a full feature on it, including an announcement of the exclusive horizon call of the mountain uh one of the first vr games that will be coming out for this next generation vr system uh i'm excited for this because i've not invested in vr uh with this initial round of of you know ps and oculus and whatnot so which i liked but i'm really kind of excited to see what the playstation 5 can do Uh, i've been playing around with the quest because my nephew's got them um and i like it i like the wirelessness of it and the freedom of it and i've played yours and it's the same and i still prefer the playstation because i think that it it does have um the graph graphic capabilities of being a plugged in system and that's why i'm excited to see what they can do with this new vr system for playstation so no no release date though holiday they keep saying holiday okay which is no price either no, no, it's just to keep all the scalpers at bay. No, just joking. okay. <laughs> yeah, I um, obviously I was an early adapter of the first one. I got it that 
opening weekend and it was fine uh and i like it actually sorry i I can't even say fine it was good um the problem is it's just like they didn't do anything it's like you know steam puts out things all the time for vr and they just are like months or more behind perfect example being um vader immortal it's like really it's gonna take you a year to catch up to them so it's just the best thing for me was the batman game amazing short half hour but you know that was great a horizon call of the mountain that's up my alley obviously yeah yeah the the vader thing was exclusive for a long time okay pushed over to playstation so that was the one thing about that but you're right i mean i you know being playstation plus you know subscribers we've seen them release free content a lot for it and so i have a lot of vr games that i could be playing but i don't have a system yet so i hope there is a backwards compatibility but also that they do take this advantage you know to do more exclusive stuffs and put stuff through playstation studios and actually like build out this vr system because you will you will lose the meta if you don't do this yeah i won't support meta i will never buy that product but at the same time you got to prove to me that you're you're willing to you know take that step so yep that's that's just it um but chris you know what i really want to know is is what time is it it's time for the pursuit of plastic All right, toy enthusiasts and action figure hunters out there. This is the Pursuit of Plastic. First up, we have a little throwback to our childhood. Do you remember <laughs> the the COPS, the acronym? I COPS, do. I absolutely do. Yes. I remember that being a really fun show. I remember I remember the toys from it. Um, and so Big Back Toy Store and Fresh Monkey Fiction have teamed up. And they're doing this little pre-order event. Uh, so they've made stylized figures based on some of the characters from the show. I think it's five characters. There's three different things you can get. You can get um, unpainted. You can get like this, I guess, like the original prototype looking looking figures. And then you can get the painted ones, w- which I ordered. Um, because I don't know why I would get anything else. But I um, <laughs> I thought that was really cool. And... I love that they're doing this. I mean, I remember I bought like the Dino Riders minis a couple yep. years ago. Fright Ranks have been doing those Halloween Army Man figures. So I love these little stylized throwbacks to the old days, you know, however they want to handle it. But I'm I'm really, really digging it. Yeah, I think it's um, it's such a weird little franchise. I, I, I don't know why this is the one. <laughs> <laughs> that we're getting but uh i'm cool with it i'm i'm curious to see if other people will get behind it because you know i don't know how many people even know this series so that it was interesting to see this announcement that, yeah isn't that wild i just it is there's nothing there's no new shows there's no new anything. yeah that's what i mean it's like why <laughs> this but hey whatever Hey, people are people are begging for it. Apparently, They're I guess for so. It. So, uh, next up, 
the Batman is headed to theaters in March. And of course, the marketing um, tsunami has begun. <laughs> so get ready because Funko has dropped all of their their pops uh, from the movie. So we'll leave a link in there for our affiliate site, Entertainment Earth, who has them all for pre-order. So if you're a pop person, get on it. And then also, um, there's a lot of McFarlane news as usual, but I'll just mention this first <laughs> thing because it is about the Batman. Uh, also, we did mention that Batman figures were available. They have another uh, couple of figures coming out as well, including Drifter Bruce Wayne, uh, his Drifter motorcycle, which is another weird thing. But you can get the um, you get a masked version or you get unmasked version as usual with this. So if you want that unmasked version, you're probably going to want to just buy the mass version because it's hideous. Um, and this is what really kind of a point of contention online is like, it's like, why, why, why is this such an ugly figure? <laughs> what, what Honestly, it's very, very weird. Like what gets nailed and what looks like complete garbage. And these ones, I don't know if they didn't get the rights for Pattinson and, um, I guess it's really him, right? That's the only one that we've seen a face for. No, we have. They actually just showed off the penguin figure, which is not that great looking either. Um, okay. Not horrible. Zoe yeah. Kravitz has a mask. Riddler has a mask. You know. Right. And those look good. But they look like shit, man. Yeah. they look, Sorry. Yeah. They don't look great. They look good enough, but yeah. not good enough for me to pre-order. I, you know, they, these two dropped... And I was like, this is horrible. And then I immediately went yeah. and canceled my other the Batman figures because I was like very curious. Yeah. Very yeah. curious to me. I don't know enough about this movie. I don't know if I'm gonna like it enough to have like mm-hmm. over a hundred dollars worth of action figures sitting in my room. Yep. So yep. let's let it happen and then I'll buy these on a discount. Yeah. That's where they're that's going, it. the discount bin. That's exactly Oh, they're going right like. to Ollie's. Right to Ollie's. <laughs> exactly. Um next up, uh as I call it, the plethora of pre-orders have hit since last time we had a show. And we talk about this all the time. Like, I can sit here and badmouth the Batman figures because they're shit looking and whatever. But everything else he's doing is amazing. Um, I did want to mention something, though. We talked about those the Witcher figures that he, he's doing. The Ugh, second those look series. like shit, too. They well, look fi- the new ones look fine. Have you yes. seen the first ones they did with, like, Jeskar and, and yes, Geralt? Yes, I was like, what are these figures? I forgot that they even came out. Yeah. It's like night and day between like all of his dudes figures look like garbage. Those are garbage too. I, (laughs) it's very strange. Very strange. Anyways. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's keep it positive. Yes. Um, endless winter, uh, figures went up for, for pre-order, which is a bunch of different ones, including a black Adam figure. If you've not gotten one yet, this one's okay. Um, we also got to look at the new, Clayface, uh, that's up for pre-order. They're doing a Batman Rebirth, which you liked a lot. Another Damian Wayne figure from Infinite Frontier. <laughs> um, so much stuff. I said new Batman Beyond, uh, and and more. I I don't even want to get into. It. I'm going to leave the link. You go and look at all the DC Multiverse figures that are coming out for pre-order, because he's 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 doing a solid. All of these current comic runs, as I always say. It's just, it's smart. It's very smart. The only thing that's 
a little weird to me is so you can get that um dark knight returns four pack totally fine it's it's 150 dollars the pricing is fine the figures look good then he released the armored pack with um superman a two pack pricing's fine figures look okay the armor is really weirdly blue and i i do not like it i don't get it but the other thing is like why didn't you sell that separate the armored batman like i know they had one right before didn't they they did they okay the armor batman i already have in my collection it's more of the grayscale it's more yeah like it's more of what i wanted from it right i get it i get the comic I guess accuracy to that kind of that blue hint. Yeah. Um, Cause I'm trying to think of, of the colorations that Miller used when he was doing that, because I think all the figures are pretty sound looking to his art. Um, but that's yes. what, that's what, that's what McFarlane does. He, he puts out a figure, which was strangely not part of this series, which yes. is build and connect the horse, which is smart. I don't, I don't want to buy a horse on its own, unless no. it's roach, of course, but which for whatever dumb reason I need for that. Um, but, you're right. I mean, it's just then they come out with these two packs. He did the same thing with like the Dark Knight's Metal Batman mm-hmm. um, release all the singles. And then when they were kind of hard to get, he would come up with these two packs. So this guy is all about variants and, and, and re-releases and redos and, and stuff like that. So I would say always be cautious not to spend too much money on McFarland because he's eventually going to come around and, and give people the opportunity to buy a figure that you want. Whether it's the color you want or not, but for me as a collector and seeing kind of the pattern of his releases, I think it's been pretty smart and very fan. Um, I don't know what is the word I'm looking here for. It's a it's a gift to the fans who are who yeah. want to over toys these days, and they yep. look good at the price point. So yeah, they do. mostly. <laughs> Unless it's the ones we just talked about. Yeah. If they're comic figures, I think they look really great. Some of the Suicide Squad movie figures were good. Some weren't so much, but these Batman ones are funky. But if you go into the comic ones, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Yeah, I agree. 100%. So we'll leave up all of those um, pre-order links there, including the new super deluxe figure, super size Clayface, which I can't wait to get my hands on because I've never had... A clay face figure that's a in scale mm-hmm. and looks that good so that was an instant buy <laughs> yes, sir. yes sir uh last up today little star wars here uh if you go if you guys know that uh one of my favorite one six scale figures that i have is my mythos obi-wan kenobi um and they're continuing this this not lion because this is actually a statue um but they're doing a darth vader mythos statue and this is not up yet this is on rsvp still so keep an eye out we'll leave the link in there if you're interested but yeah um i i guess it's just mythos because he he looks more badass than usual i i don't know but yeah sometimes i wish i I think it's mythos because you don't it doesn't exist right you know what i mean like this scene doesn't exist in a movie uh or anything like that and i think that's what their quote-unquote criteria is of that but yeah because he's on mustafar he's all sorts of burnt up like honestly this reminds me of a scene from the new comic where 
uh, the emperor just leaves him on Mustafar completely destroyed and is mm-hmm. like, you got to get your way out of here. That's what this statue reminds me of. And I don't know how much this is going to be. I will say I probably won't get it as a statue, but if they do decide to make a one six scale of it, I don't own a Vader yet. This is the Vader I would buy. I, I won't even, I will let, I will let Lucas take the wheel and I will give him all my money because it is the coolest goddamn figure. <laughs> yeah, this is very, very much kind of what you just said about the comic. It's neat. Um, and I do like how his arm's showing on a lot of this. Yeah, right? Um, it's like, all well, burnt up. He's all yeah. jacked up. He clearly has reconstructed his body. I'm just like, this is this is it. Like, that is quintessential badass vader amazing yeah that would i would buy this if i had some extra 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 money lying around <laughs> so payment good plan. times good times <laughs> anyways that's the show casey where can you find us all over those interwebs uh if you go to defatentertainment.com uh we will be all up in there along with a slew of other great podcasts um you can find us at Defat Entertainment on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. So find us all over the all over the interwebs. Everywhere. Everywhere and nowhere at the same time. So <laughs> Yep, this is Casey saying go read some comics. And this is Chris saying don't forget a towel. Entertainment.